Hi, everybody, and welcome to a short Thanksgiving episode of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby, and this is episode 18, the thankful episode. <laughs> if you want to get today's show notes, you can do so over at rvmiles.com slash episode 18. Today on the show, we are going to forego all the stuff we normally do and do a shortened episode, and we're going to kind of go through some of the things in the RV full-time living lifestyle that we lead that we are thankful for. So let's just dig right in. Yeah, why not? I'll start and we'll go back and forth. How about that? Okay, okay. let's do it. One of the things that I'm very thankful for in our travels so far is National Park Service rangers and the volunteers that are out there that give you just wonderful information that are so helpful and so caring of our children and interested in our children's learning and well-being. Yeah, and I'll piggyback on that. And I will say that I have been so thankful as we've been on the road for the Junior Ranger programs because they have really been a way to bring education to the boys in a hands-on, fun in your face kind of way. And I have yet to meet a junior ranger program that I wasn't completely impressed with. And also I love when the kids turn in those booklets and the rangers engage with them or the volunteer engages with them and asks them questions. And they don't just write it off. They don't just say, oh, great. There's thanks for the booklet, kid. Here's your badge. Here's your patch. Let's say the oath and move on. They always open the book. They talk to them. They make our boys kind of interact not only with what they did inside the book, but then interact with someone to talk about it. And I just think that that takes a really special kind of person. And I'm thankful for those people and thankful that there are people out there creating these programs for each of these parks. We've we've really had nothing but great experiences we, with park employees and volunteers. We love our National Park Service so very, very much because <laughs> I think we talk about it almost every week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll count we'll count Junior Ranger books as as your first yeah, one. Yeah, that'll be my first one. So, back to me. Low fuel prices. This has been a great year for fuel, I'll, minus a little spike here recently, but it's gone back down. Low fuel prices have really made traveling affordable for us, and that's been great. <laughs> that is like the most grown-up thing to be <laughs> thankful for, <laughs> but it is really true. And when, when you're burning 10 miles a gallon or less, <laughs> yes, it's important. <laughs> well, and you know what? This is, again, I can kind of jump into that same world with you and say that one of the things I wrote down is that I'm really thankful for restaurants that offer like a kids eat free night oh, or discount like 99 cent kids meals. Because again, I think it all comes down to just trying to be mindful of the money that we spend. And I know the answer to that is, well, then don't go eat out. I think it's probably been well established at this point that I just really like to eat out and I have really never been super into <laughs> cooking. So, you know, when we were living in our sticks and bricks, like I had relationships with like delivery people, like they, they knew my name. They would ask how the kids were when they dropped food off. So transitioning to full time and leaving that behind, I really enjoy a kids eat free evening. Well, and look, we we obviously love to find 
new fun local joints. Yeah. But it is nice to know some of those chain restaurants along the way that we can hit up. And yeah, and recently we went to a kids eat for 99 cents at Applebee's and we had the kids, <laughs> the three kids, for yeah. 99 cent kids meals. We did the, the two for 20 and we also got happy three, hour drinks, happy hour drinks, $3 margaritas each. We ate a entire family meal <laughs> with an appetizer with two alcoholic beverages for under $30. Yeah, it was crazy. That's what we pay at McDonald's. <laughs> like, it was crazy how cheap it was. And so while that might seem like a really frivolous thing to be thankful <laughs> for, in our world, we super do love those kids' meals. And, we, and we've got some picky picky eater kids. So it's nice to know <laughs> yeah. restaurants that we can hit on the road that we don't have to think about what their menu is going to be. We know that we can go there and there will be something for all three of our kids. Yeah, if there's not mac and cheese on the menu, so, we don't go. So thanks, Applebee's. <laughs> we yeah. love eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> you too, Chili's. We love our baby back ribs. Oh my God, please move on now. Let's just move on. Alright, so the next thing I'm thankful for is audiobooks. We've been having a really great time listening to audiobooks when we're driving, particularly the Harry Potter books read by Jim Dale. And if you so haven't good. heard these, the man is a tour de force. He has a he holds the Guinness Book of World Records record for the most characters performed in one audiobook. And it's like 147. For Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, I think, or some one of the, it's one either of the, the fifth books. or sixth book. Yeah. But we're about three hours from finishing the Deathly Hollows, maybe even less. And I don't know what we're gonna do with ourselves. I like, think we'll just have to start back. Over. I know. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of mourning already the end of this what has been. I mean You sit there and you forget that you're listening to one person I know. do this. It's and incredible. You're, it's and it's a series that obviously has many, many characters, and they're all talking to each other constantly. And every now and then we look at each other and we're like, Is that Jim Dale? Yeah, there's one person. Audiobooks also cut down on the amount of things inside Wanderbus. We don't need to bring as many books with us because we have this access to audiobooks via Audible or through our library. And of course, podcasts on top of that as well. We listen to a lot of great family podcasts that are... I know a really great podcast. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Starts with an R. Ends with V Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so I will follow up then and say that one of the things I'm really thankful for is Instagram. And before you throw your hands up and say, okay, I'm turning this podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you why. When we started thinking about, or we really began our journey to become full-time travelers, that was the social media platform where I felt like I found people. I found families and individuals and couples and groups that were traveling full-time, weekend warriors, part-time travelers. There seems to be a great number of people that you can easily find their pictures and engage with them on Instagram. And it has always been through that platform that I feel we have made face-to-face -face connections as well. We have met people that have said to us, you're the wandering family from Instagram, or are you guys XYZ? 
And we will say, yeah, oh, I saw your picture. Oh, right, we talked. It's a great place for our families to go see the photos that we're taking and where we're going as well. But beyond all that, it's just, it is a drama-free social media oh, platform. Yes. There's no politics to deal with. There's there's no... At least inside the circles yeah, that, we're, that we're running in, okay? <laughs> that may not be the case for others, but in the circles we run in and the conversations we engage in, it is about traveling. It is about this lifestyle. And sometimes I think this lifestyle can feel a little isolating, that it can just become kind of like your own little unit inside the rig. And Instagram every once in a while kind of helps me feel like, oh, we're not the only ones out here doing this. And so I am thankful for it. It's definitely um, a social media platform I would encourage travelers to get on and check out and find more like-minded people. 100% agree. I know. All right. The next on my list is the Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds. Oh, you love yourself some Army Corps of Engineers. We've talked about them several times before. But a lot of people, I'm so shocked at the number of people that don't know about them or don't think that they can use them and think that they're for people that are in the military. They're not. These are not the military fam camps. Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds are campgrounds that are attached to sites that are operated by the Army Corps of Engineers, usually waterways, usually a lock and dam or a lake, that, that a man-made lake that they control. And the reason we love them is they are very cheap and they are the nicest campground, public or private, that we have ever been to. So well kept. And that leads directly into something that I am very thankful for. And that is campgrounds that have clean bathrooms and showers and a bonus to this campground if they also include a clean washer and dryer. But if I only had to pick one of the two to go to a campground and it doesn't have to be a brand new shower and bathroom, that's not what I'm saying. Just a clean one. Just a clean one with hot water. That's all I ask. It just has to look clean. It doesn't even have to be clean. Just (laughs) Just fake it. Just make me think you're a clean bathroom and shower. But and when, Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds have always yes, fallen in that category. Yes. And it's almost like when we are gonna stay at an Army Corps of Engineers campground, we can almost completely guarantee we are not going to have to be like, is this a clean bathroom? Am I or I, I'm not going to have to say to you, Am I going to want to shower? And then send you off to check. <laughs> like I just know I can go. <laughs> All right, the last thing on my list. I am thankful for our supportive network of family who have been nothing but excited about our journey, excited about what we're doing. You know, we we hear stories all the time. Of, Horror stories. Of, of families that are doing what we're doing and, and, and people not accepting them for it, you know, rejecting them for, for the fact that they want to take their kids out on the road. You know, they talk about it like they're, they're harming harming the children they're denying them some sort of life that they would lead should they just stay in the one particular place that they were living in and of course there are trade-offs but it couldn't be further from the truth and our family everybody uh has been so helpful so supportive helping us get our building the bus built and created 
and we are so grateful to them. Otherwise, without them, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, you know, tonight when I was walking around Target, I just was struck kind of by that thought as we're rolling and we're in Thanksgiving Eve and you kind of reflect a little bit on where you are and what you're grateful for. And that's something we've been talking about all week as a family. And I was struck by just how many people out there are in our corner and supporting us as we do this. And I had to put something on Facebook about it. I just had to go over to the Our Wandering Family Facebook page and just say to the people that are there, like, we are so thankful for you. And it's through you that we sometimes draw the strength to take that next step that we needed to take, especially in those early days. And we talked a little bit last week in the podcast about downsizing your life and some of the emotional hurdles and that we experienced. And we really drew a lot of strength from our family and our friends around that time when we questioned ourselves or it was really hard to let that particular item go or, and I, I couldn't, I completely agree with you. We're so thankful and we are really blessed to have the family, friends, and, and friends that we have not been fortunate enough to meet face-to-face, but still consider friends traveling with us. So, And I guess to finish it up, we're thankful for you, our listeners, and folks who read RV Miles and visit us at Our Wandering Family and all of our social media. We're thankful to have you following along in our journey. Oh my gosh, there's so many feels going on here right now. (laughs) I completely agree. And we look forward to returning next week with the regularly scheduled program, which includes, and I'm sorry it's not here this week because I know you guys are all crying tears right now, that the brain teaser is not making an appearance this week. But we will be back to answer my awesome brain teaser from last week. We're going to go have another slice of the pumpkin pie. Don't, don't, I got... (laughs) That we've been forbidden forbidden from eating. We have a almost four pound pumpkin pie from Costco sitting upstairs in my parents' kitchen. And there are five adults tomorrow at Thanksgiving. So I thought I would just help everybody out and get started on that pie. We have a four pound pumpkin (laughs) pie. We have a four pound apple pie. And then we have a homemade cherry pie. So... I think pre-gaming is okay. Yeah, I did some pre-gaming, but it got, some people got a little upset. Some people, you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) She'll listen. She's listening. (laughs) Anyway, you guys, we will see you next week. Thanks again for listening. A very happy Thanksgiving week to you. Do not forget, if this interests you, that Friday is considered the National Opt-Out Side Day, where everyone is encouraged to forego the Black Friday madness and go take a hike. So unless you've got a deal, you've got to get your hands on on Friday, grab your family, grab your friends, grab your pets, grab yourself, whatever, and head outside and enjoy this beautiful country that we get to give thanks for tomorrow. All right, guys, we'll see you on the road. Keep logging those RV miles. You stole my line. Bye. Bye.